Time to get started on this Tuesday. And you know, um, I haven't had this happen to me in a long time. I've had dreams, but I haven't had them wake me up. And twice I had dreams wake me up last night. Oh, uh, Murph, I didn't hear you at all. <laughs> well, I, I slept I didn't, like a baby. Actually, I'm surprised that Jody didn't hear me for one of them because one of them, it you was. Did. I'll tell you about that later, but it, it, I was making a noise. You did the scary sound again? Yes, I did. That really usually kept. scares me to death. You know, I haven't had a ghost dream in forever. Yeah, Sam? Sam was known for his ghost yeah. dreams. What sound did you make? Uh, What's and, and Murphy's is not really, uh, it doesn't sound like a ghost, but yours is more. It, happen, it happens to me in a dream where somebody's chasing me or something like that. It's not a ghost. It's horrible. And it. When I say it rarely happens, I mean maybe once a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when it does, it's the in the dream when I'm yelling at whatever I'm yelling at. In real life, apparently, it comes out as this terrible. You know, yeah. I'm a light sleeper, so maybe your yell last night was not as loud as you thought. Good, it's possible. I'm glad because it was one of those. I woke up heart racing the mm. whole thing. Mm. I haven't had one of those since I've been married. Oh, <clears> but uh, anyway, Sam. speaking of dreams, I had you know those dreams and. Where you wake up and if it was so real that you like hate the person it was about, or you, you feel emotion, feel that way. Yes, I actually had one of those over uh, this past weekend about drinking. I haven't had a drinking dream in a while, and you know I quit back in Labor Day of last year. Yeah, and this dream, I drank. Yeah, and it made me so frustrated and so mad that when i woke up i was upset that i had actually taken a drink oh and then it's like you know you're not supposed to be drinking you've Good been for you. not drinking since labor day what do you do what do you do now what, so you were mad at yourself but yeah then, but and then, then you wake up and then don't you have that incredible sigh of relief when you realize after i realized it but like the first 10 minutes when i was still the groggy it was yeah. just like i cannot believe i did this i can't believe i did oh, this. and then when sad. i realized it, it was like oh wait it didn't really happen. Yeah. Your relief. Thank wow, goodness. that means you really take it seriously to be that upset about it. Good yeah, for you. I gotta have to a take drink after that. Uh-huh. <laughs> that. I mean, that happens every so often, but um, and I know that Jody used to get, she would be mad at me on certain mornings because she'd had a bad dream about right. me. You know, but mad, then that I have that realization that, oh, you didn't do that. Yeah, but, Sparky. but yeah. there were times in the beginning or early in our marriage where it would be like for hours, it took you a while to realize, wait a second. I'm a, an it emotional was a dream. girl. I had to keep an eye on him anyway. Sorry about that. All right, coming up this morning after 7, around 7.30, you're not going to believe what Papa the Bulldog ate. Mm. Um, I almost thought I was going to have to make an emergency vet trip last night. Okay. That's right. News to me. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood yeah, Brad Pitt's crush, the lady he's supposedly yeah. seeing. She's not into the Hollywood scene. Tell you more about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so we mentioned to you last week that Brad Pitt has been spending time with a new girl in his life. Oh, is this the MIT she's professor? MIT professor. Her name is Neary, but the deal is they're not romantically involved, is what we're hearing. Um, they like each other because of. Um, architecture. You know, oh. he's into architecture yeah. and art and design, and she's an MIT professor in you know this field. And so they've been spending time together. The funny thing about it is, supposedly she is an Angelina Jolie lookalike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is she really? Wow. Yeah. I need to see a picture of her. I completely <laughs> yeah. forgot. They were together for so long, Brad and Angelina were. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting that they're not together now. Oh, it's been some time. I know. Yeah. It's been a few years. It's been some time now that they've been apart. The deal is she's dating someone else. I don't know how that someone else feels about Brad hanging around and Wait. trying to poke her, you know, pick her brain. The for... Angelina look-alike, look-alike from MIT is dating somebody else? Yes. Uh. 
Well, how would you like to be that guy? That's what I'm saying. So really, you're working with Brad Pitt, He comes huh? over to the office and mm. talks and stuff. You went to lunch, The huh? word is, she's not interested in the whole Hollywood scene at all, and she's happy in her current relationship. Yeah. You know what? Maybe Brad Pitt is a hot mess these days. And I don't mean the kind of good hot mess yeah. it used to be. Yeah. Maybe, and she feels Maybe. that way. But I'm with Sam. This other guy's going to have a tough time. Right. A basket Serious. of mini muffins isn't going to yeah. cut it. Seriously. Yeah. And that's the line she's using so the other guy doesn't feel bad. No, no, Hollywood, not for me. And he's a hot mess right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, you know about the love story of John Krasinski and Emily Blunt? They star together in this movie that's number one at the box office right now called A Quiet Place. Who are we if we can't protect them? I guess fear brings you together. Okay, so the world knows him from The Office. Right. Okay, John Krasinski. And he was a fan of hers. They ended up meeting at a dinner party, and he literally just big fat told her, I've always been a huge fan of yours. That's how they met. Is that the line? By mutual friends. He was hanging out with Justin Thoreau, Mm -hmm. and he went over Mm -hmm. to talk to Emily Blunt. Anyway, they're married. They have two children. He wrote the the movie. He wrote this movie, and she starred in it. Um, But one of the... the, Openers of the conversation was I loved you in Devil Wears Prada. Mm. Ah, he said he's seen the movie almost a hundred times. That's where he fell in love with his wife before he met her. I wonder how many other actresses he's used that trick on. <laughs> yeah. I love you in uh, they're movie, movie, movie. Jennifer Aniston, I have always been a fan of yours. Okay. I loved you in Friends. I yeah. wanted to share that love story because <laughs> they're a hot couple right now thanks to this movie. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up, you know, Sam was talking about the dream that he had where he thought he was drinking yeah. again and, and it didn't turn out to be that way. I had a dream that woke me up and I'm surprised actually with the noise that I made. I didn't wake Jody up. That's coming up next. A little earlier, Sam was mentioning that he had a dream. Woke him up. Yeah. Uh, you, Mad you, at yourself? You, you, you've been, uh, you stopped drinking uh, over a year ago. Right? Labor Day. Labor Day? Not a year yet. Oh, it's it not was, quite a year yet? Okay. No. Oh, it was a drinking dream. And so, Well, it, it was it. And, but it was so realistic, you thought you yeah. had really gone back, right? I woke up and I was mad at myself for doing it. and, and Yeah. And luckily, I realized, no, you haven't had a drink. <sighs> I, uh, I also had a, a weird dream experience. It wasn't that, but it was lifelike. And it's kind of weird to me for, for a couple of reasons. The first mm-hmm. is... I haven't had a dream that's woken me up where I've made a noise in, mm-hmm. in a while being chased, or I guess what would you call a bad dream? I've been lucky. If I, if I had one, I didn't remember it. Haven't had one in months. Right. My, I was on the phone with my dad the other day, and he said that he had woken up. He had been awake. I called him kind of early in the morning, and he said, no, I've been awake. He said, I had a bad dream. I couldn't go back to sleep. I don't mm-hmm. have many of those, and I felt badly for him. But in my head, I'm thinking, wow, that's crazy. I haven't had a bad dream, and I don't remember how long. Uh, and of course, I uh, jinxed myself. Said that. <laughs> and I realized as I was about to tell our oldest daughter, Taylor, about this dream, this is going to make sense. You know, sometimes you just hate describing dreams because it's not going to make sense. But I went ahead and told her, look, the dream I had is that you and Phoebe, the three of us, you know, were, were in a room together. It was nighttime and there was somebody outside the door. It wasn't, I don't know if it was a was bedroom it Jody? or not. Where no. was I, Murph? I, mean, I don't know. It was I'm just one of those, it was me and the girls and there was okay. noise outside the door uh-huh. and I was assuring them that everything was okay. And then, so the bottom half of the door opens, not the top. And our dogs come running in. <laughs> and when our, after our dogs came, came uh-huh. running in, whoever it was chasing them that was coming to get us, yeah. you know, is the one who came in. And at that point of the dream, I started making the yelling out, and which, of course, made me make the weird noise right. in real life. I didn't life, hear it, though. And I woke up. And I was shaking and all that. And it's just weird how a dream does that to you. But, you know, the other weird part is... Sometimes it's just pointless to describe dreams to anybody. Yeah. 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 I I feel like 
because when you listen to some people tell dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Look, when people tell me I had a dream, I think if it's please let it be really good or I better be in it. Right. Like because otherwise I'm like checked yeah. out. Because it's so random, you can't it really is. wrap your head around it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. I know. Is that insensitive? I mean, I hate that you had a well, scary dream. Yeah. Maybe it was the night I took all that cold medicine and I was out. Maybe well, that's why I didn't hear you. Yeah. Murphy, did you see who it was that was chasing nope, you? Nope. Couldn't oh. see it. Oh. That, couldn't see. And also, not that we have to analyze, but maybe you were just being ultra protective daddy. Maybe that's you just... Maybe. That's something that's a part of you, so it got in there. Or it had something to do with the dogs. Or you'd have thought I was the one taking the cold medicine, Jody. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, so Sam didn't like the movie recommendation I gave him, although it's one of the best chick flicks ever. Um, so what you should watch instead, we'll do that next. Coming up later, the strange things that dogs eat. Apparently this is a common thing, and apparently it happened in our house. Jody hasn't told me about what... The Bulldog Papa, our Bulldog Papa ate. It's a good thing he's still alive after this. Ooh, that risky? Really? I think so. I think so, possibly. Okay. Okay, Sam, out of all these years that we've known you, Mm -hmm. um, I have always found you to like chick flicks. I do. I like most chick flicks. Saying one of my favorite chick flicks ever is The Devil Wears Prada, and I suggested that you watch it. I don't understand why it's so difficult to confirm the point. I know, I'm so sorry, Miranda. I actually did the confirm The tales of your incompetence do not interest me. Tell Simone I'm not going to prove that girl. Ah, Meryl yeah. Streep, Anne Hathaway, Emily Blunt, and many others. I love this movie. I love the fashion. I love the comedy. I love the was, self-discovery. I think it was my first true Anne Hathaway movie. Uh-huh. Really? I, I know it wasn't her first oh, yeah. movie. Well, she'd you done the Disney stuff. And, right, exactly. But this was, to me, her transitional kind of... Do you like it, Murphy? Yeah, I loved it. Oh. We saw it. Jody and I saw it in the theater. Did we? Oh. Yes. I can remember that. Yep, we saw it yeah, in the theater. I loved it because huh. I'm 2006. Like, it's a girl figure. <laughs> Somebody's got a committed Sorry. memory. <laughs> I remember yeah. the day. I don't remember that. I just It's one of those things I've seen so many times because I like the story so much. Maybe it speaks to me. Maybe in a world where people are always telling you what you should be or what you should. Oh, you have this great job. You should be happy. Everybody would kill for this job. Yeah. She still wasn't happy because it, she wasn't doing her thing. And right. I love that sort of message. And I thought it was fun. And the fashion. It was fun. And actually, I, I loved Meryl Streep in that role because yeah. it's good to see Meryl Streep in a fun role like that. You know, sort of an oh exact, not an overly, not that her serious roles aren't great, right. but I, there's a little variety there. Yeah, they're you know? the best. She can do everything. Yeah. Remember, she's going to be in the next Mamma Mia singing her face off again. Okay, so I thought for sure you would like it, Sam. And you Mm. gave me the big old Eeyore. You know, and I think the reason, and we we mentioned this, I think the reason, Jody, was because it didn't involve a relationship. Mm. Now, she was was in a relationship, and that was part of the movie, but it wasn't like 51st Dates. It wasn't Forefront. Or Love Actually, or Hope Floats, you know, those movies. This is us. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so you want a love story. You're not interested in self-discovery. With comedy. Rom-com. Rom-com. So so you don't like the chick flicks that don't have those? You don't like, like, for example, the girls, the all-girl cast movies, you know, where they're doing, you know, their last bachelorette party before the wedding, that kind of stuff, none of that? He needs a rom-com. My big fat Greek wedding, don't like that? I don't know why it didn't work. I I mean, it worked, but I don't know why for me it doesn't work. Okay, so... You know, we just thought let's let's ask eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. What should Sam watch? <laughs> I posted this yesterday on our Facebook page and it blew up for you. Uh, but let us know, um, Leslie. You are next. All right, ladies and gents. 
Sam didn't Sam. like Sam didn't like the movie Devil Wears Prada, even though he loves chick flicks. So I steered him wrong. He wants a love story. Wait, no, the whole reason that Devil Wears Prada has even kind of come back up is because Wait, it's the best. Well, but That's it's, why. But it's because, and I can't remember the actress's Emily name. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt yeah. is in this horror movie that just came out this weekend, and they're already talking about the reboot of Devil Wears Prada. There, that's right? been, yeah, last week in the, one of the Hollywood Outsiders, Emily, we, we were telling you that Emily Blunt says if they do a follow-up to Devil Wears Prada mm-hmm. about the Emily character, she would do it. Right. Which is exciting to me because I loved her character. So, although Sam loves chick flicks, apparently he doesn't love the Devil Wears Prada, so we're trying to find other movies that fit the bill for, because it's missing romance. Yeah. Right. Now, your favorite... <laughs> and I'm out $4, too. Your favorite right. <laughs> favorite of all time is Love Actually? Love, Love Actually. Okay. Leslie, it, what is your suggestion for Sam? You cannot go wrong with Sweet Home Alabama mm, or so The true. Notebook. Or The Notebook. Mm. Yeah, I put Sweet Home Alabama as my honorable mention. Yeah. Oh, good, Sam. My number one favorite. I can quote it word for word. Really? So is it her that you love or him? Definitely Allie. Oh, really? I love Josh Lucas's character. I I just love him. Oh, my gosh. He kills me at at the end. Oh, he just kills me. And isn't that Patrick Dempsey? Yeah. In that movie, too? Yes. 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 Ah, That's a fun one. You're right. And do you, um, have you seen The Notebook more than once? I watch it pretty much once a week. Uh-huh. What? Uh, it's my little girl, she's three, and uh-huh. she'll watch it with me all day long. Oh, my goodness. Wow, a little too heavy for me, Leslie. Look, it's a great movie, though. It is beautiful. Think- have you ever seen The Notebook, Sam? Yeah, I've seen The Notebook, and it, it's a little too much. Right. It's not a comedy at all. So it's not going to be easy. It's going to be really hard. And we're going to have to work at this every day, but I want to do that because I want you. Uh-huh. I want all of you forever you and me every day <laughs> oh my heart oh my heart somebody okay. please tell a joke 877 310-4675 ladies help sam out with a rom-com coming up jody has your hollywood outsider we'll make it more musical because of this fleetwood mac news you yeah. can help me with that sam Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Let's make this one part Hollywood Outsider and part music news because I know you want to jump on that Fleetwood Mac story. First, it's funny that we've been talking about your favorite rom-coms today, Sam, because, well, you're looking for one. A lot of people, including Leslie, just recommending The Notebook. I know. Why didn't you write me? I waited for you for seven years. I've got Rachel McAdams news. Did you hear that she actually did have a whole secret pregnancy and delivery? No, I did not. She is so private in Hollywood, which is lovely. And there were rumors last year that, wait, we think she's pregnant. She wasn't even showing up for um, like opening nights. She was in mm-hmm. that movie Game Night, and she didn't show up right. on the red carpet. And there were rumors that it's because she was pregnant. And her boyfriend, her longtime boyfriend, is a screenwriter. Anyway, they were photographed together the other day walking um, with their newborn. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, so she turns 40 this year and apparently just had a beautiful baby boy, it looked like. Mm -hmm. But she's not confirmed anything because she is super private. She doesn't have to. Exactly. Okay, Fleetwood Mac. This is big entertainment news. A lot of people super upset about it. Fired Lindsey Buckingham. You're the music news man, Sam. What's funny about this is I saw about half the reports I saw said fired. The other half said uh, Lindsay left the band. Yeah. So either way, he's gone. They got a, and they haven't even announced the big tour that they're talking Not the about dates, coming no. up in the fall. But they've replaced him 
uh, with uh, Mike Campbell from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. And then Neil Finn. Yeah, from Crowded House. They've so. already announced who's going to be replacing him. And they said, well, look, we've always done this. We've always been a blend of all kinds of different musicians. But for diehard Fleetwood Mac fans, this is hard because he yeah. was kind of the front man. But he was out before in the 80s for a long time. Yeah, Christine McVie has been in and out. And uh, Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks have been like in and out. a swinging door. Yeah, and what's funny is uh, Mick Fleetwood even mentioned that... You you know, coming up on this tour, they might let uh, Lindsay and Stevie do a couple of their own Buckingham Nick songs. Not now. So that's, that's Not now. out. And they had that long time love affair. Maybe that has something to do with it. Sometimes uh, it's hard knows. to be with somebody. Supposedly it has something to do with the tour itself. Right. I don't know what, but. So Fleetwood Mac is different now. Lindsay Buckingham out. For Come, now. Yeah. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 755 does Brad Pitt really have a new girlfriend? Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up, Murph, um, something that your precious bulldog ate that I just found out about last oh, night. It's, now it's his bulldog. And, really? Well, ours. <laughs> it, it's ours. But um, I almost thought he might need to go to the emergency vet for this one. Wonderful. Uh, coming up next, so are you one of the 87 million that has your Facebook email, you know, the notification uh-huh. that you got compromised somehow? We'll uh, see which one of the three of us got ours next. Happy Tuesday. Uh, by the way, I'm still waiting for my um, email from Facebook on the Cambridge Analytica. you were one of the 87 million? I, that's a lot of people. I mean, I don't know. It's It's... Pretty good odds, right? I mean, Did you get yeah. one, Sam? I haven't Have gotten you? it yet. It says that they're going to put a uh, notify you and a message pinned atop your news feed. Okay, okay so you can't miss it. it. Yeah, yeah, you can't miss it if you if your data was whatever is hacked. The right word compromised is the word. That's the term. Yeah, um, because well, they have to. And it's kind of complicated. I think the way it's explained, it's because of third party vendors, right? Yeah, it's yeah, third party vendors who write exactly who then somehow misuse the data that they to try to influence the but, election. But you know what's you? Um, what's interesting to me about this? I guess there was a time where I was kind of worried about the whole Big Brother thing. <laughs> But there are so many apps that use yeah. so much of our information. I mean, the reason that you're able to get, you know, like the Google Maps shows traffic <laughs> and that kind of thing is because you've agreed through your privacy to, sh- to share your location, right? Exactly. Right. So there's totally. so much stuff like that about you that's out there. When this first, uh, you this, can't hide. When yeah, this, plus, you got your Alexa listening in everything you do. Boom! Double whammy! <laughs> double whammy! But, when this first, this story first broke, and I was having trouble understanding it. I literally talked to producer Bailey at that time because he's highly intellectual. He's he's off at class right now, or, or going going to class already. Um, he was explaining it to me, and I was just kind of like, because I've seen people online wanting to delete their whole page and get off Facebook forever because they're so offended. Well, it's like the day that you signed up for it to me, the day that I signed up for it and said, okay, I'm going to put my whole this is life out here. I agreed to put my life out there. But you didn't agree to things being used illegally. That's the this only thing, right? Okay. And the problem with that part of it. The terms, does anybody ever really read the terms of use yeah. of anything you accept? It's, the users. it's so long, right? You, I mean, you do have to be a legal expert to yeah. and, figure it out. And it was Facebook. It's like, I want to be on Facebook. Sure, I'll yeah. do it. I agree. <laughs> I want to see what so-and-so's having for lunch. It's just, that's the weird part of the world we're in. So, I mean, I, look, I'm glad that people who do this illegally are being held accountable, as yeah. they should be. <laughs> but you can't really escape almost anything in your life today. We live in this automated, connected world where right. your stuff is going to be out there. Unless you, you know? choose to. 
unless you choose to not be there. Your sister, Murphy, is not on social media. That's true. And by choice. Yeah. And she's a very private person, and so that suits her. Ah, uh, they'll still find her. <laughs> because of you. Oh, by the way, Murphy, if you didn't get the notification yet, it, they just started rolling them out this week. So maybe at some point later in the week you might get it. It wasn't like everybody gets it in the first day. To right. start, it's tough to get 87 million names in the two line. Yeah. Click. It wasn't before. Well, they did it before. <laughs> they did it before. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, weird things that dogs eat. We're going to go there. But because I found out last night that your bulldog, his name is Papa, uh, Murphy, your bulldog ate something that um, I'm surprised we didn't have to take him to the vet. We'll do that next. Coming up, more of your love story recommendations for Sam. Is rom-com. Sam, well, rom-coms, okay. But the thing is, he loves rom-coms because he, even though he says he's a chick flick guy, if it's missing the element of romance... He's not, not in it. Not about yeah. it. It needs the rom to be a rom com. Okay. Yeah, it needs romance and comedy though. You can't yeah. t- you can't take the Notebook. It's too serious. So uh, you it. can Facebook us or uh, call us at eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Okay, so how long have we had Papa the Bulldog, your dream dog, Murphy? Uh, a couple since, months. Uh, February, so it's only been about eight or nine weeks. Yeah. Oh man, seems like a little longer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, look, he is growing on me. I will say that. He's a little bit better than he used to be as far as behavior. Because of the pack and because we walk him every day. I think he's finally getting used to, yes. hey, this is the way that this works. Right, right. And he does have a very soft, pettable head and ears. Aww. I do love to pet him. He's just a little crazy. I mean, he's got crazy eyes. Mm-hmm. He just does. But bulldogs he's do. Really cute. That's why people are kind of afraid of bulldogs, because you have the old tooth and the eyes thing. It's like, oh, is this dog about to snap? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we should have named him Capone. I totally did. And he looks like Al Capone to me. Okay. But he comes to Papa. That's his name. So we just kept the name. And it, it suits him. So anyway, um, I didn't know. I, I don't think you knew this. Last night, Murphy, I was petting Papa. We were talking, Phoebe and I. And she said, oh, by the way, Mom. He ate a glue stick. <laughs> what? He ate a glue stick. And I was like, what? So I was worried. I'm thinking glue? If you get glue in your system, man, you need to go to the doctor. That's what I thought. I mean, did this happen so fast or was she just not wanting to tell anybody it was happening? Well, as I started asking questions and it was four days ago. <laughs> Great. And then Phoebe said... And he's coming handy with arts and crafts projects. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> she said she was doing arts and crafts. Yeah. She accidentally dropped a, gr- a glue stick. And yeah. before she could get it, he had eaten it. Yeah. And that's how it goes with Papa. My house is so clean because of this dog because we're afraid to drop anything. Yeah. Um, she said, though, it was okay, Mom. It was Elmer's. <laughs> Meaning, so well, is that say, glue you can eat? But still, it's got the plastic... I know. You know I, I mean, it. I, yeah, I mean, it, we'll just need to watch for a second tail. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gross. And four days ago. Uh, so four, I think you should check the yard in that he case. He seems fine, doesn't he? He was great on the walk last night. He was loving all on me. I think he's fine. I, 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 yeah, but I mean, now I'm, you got me wondering. I'm going to have to be watching for, uh, you know. A glue stick. <laughs> or maybe him slowing and down. And here I am worried about him chewing on your shoes last night. I guess I should have been focused on something else. He didn't chew on my shoes, did he? Yeah, I had to shove your shoes oh, under great. the bed. Okay. All right, coming up next, though, a, the long list okay. prepared by vets, veterinarians, of things, weird things that dogs eat. Okay, the list of things that dogs eat, other than the nasty thing that you can think of that some dogs eat in the yard. <laughs> yeah. You know, looking Sam. out the window or I'm looking out the back door and Gus is bent down eating something. It's like, 
Does he I do know that? what's going on out there. Well, see, we, it's not like there's food out there. Finally, we don't have anybody in our pack that does that anymore. Yeah, and sometimes, I, look, I looked into it as much as I could. I read about it as much as I could stand to do. If they do that, there's almost nothing you can do to stop them. They have this thing to or do you it. you can yell, but it's, it's too late. It starts when they're puppies, and it's hard to break them of it. Supposedly, you can put some things in their food that will help, but, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, meat tenderizer was one thing. <laughs> it, but it just made them so thirsty. It's like, no, we're not doing yeah, this Yeah, exactly. Either. We went through water like it was. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's the accent flavor enhancer? <laughs> no, it was supposed to make the stuff taste worse. Oh. If that's hard, if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> this tastes pretty good. Yeah. All right, so these strings thing that dogs eat, you're talking about the things that kind of like they'll pick up and eat. Veterinarians have shared over the years things that they, you know, people brought their dogs in for. First of all, go back to our Chevy, one of our very first ever rescues. He ate a corn on the cob once. Oh, (laughs) He did, and I'm going to tell you, Sam, we waited a few days. Nothing happened. I don't get it. He didn't even... I had the butter ready and everything. He didn't even have a stomach ache. I don't know what. He was just fine. Didn't he eat soap, too? He would eat a bar of uh, soap. We had to keep it away from him. And he would get sick off of that. But yeah, Probably I sick. I do not understand what Gross. it was, but yeah, we had to keep soap away. Supposedly there's some sort of deficiency in them when they when they seek things out like that. They're searching for some taste or flavor. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know, in deficiency or intellectual deficiency? <laughs> he ate a Polly Pocket once, too. <laughs> yeah, he did. Okay. Recently, a one-pound solid chocolate bunny was eaten Ooh. because the and that's dangerous. Chocolate is not in our household. You're talking no, about this, what you're these saying, are veterinarians who posted. But chocolate is very toxic for yeah, dogs. Yeah, keep it away from dogs. Another another client of theirs had to do something else and keep the phones up high because this dog ate cell phones. Scary. Ashley, when we first got our boxer, Ashley, when she was a puppy, she chewed a few of mine up. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. She chewed books too. Yeah, not before calling people on speed dial, but. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, my papa's dog, God rest his soul, the dog, not my papa, um, ate his, like, teeth, his dentures. His dentures, <laughs> dent- <laughs> yeah. He can't leave him out. <laughs> uh, he didn't walk around with him in his mouth, did he? No. <laughs> Fortunately, the dog was okay. <laughs> Let us know what your dog ate that was weird, except the stuff in the backyard. We know about that, okay? 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up. Sam has music news. Why Richie Bora is rejoining Bon Jovi, what? Jody. What? Yes. Sam's got music news. This is great news for you. Uh, Richie Sambora is back, Jody, and Bon Jovi. It's about time. It's about time. What's up? Wait, let me read this small disclaimer. This week only. Oh, wait, this oh. is for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, he is uh, He's practicing with the band. Good. Uh, and they're going to, this this Saturday is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony for this year. Uh, by the way, I'm going to watch that this year, Murphy, because Bon Jovi. Yeah. yeah they now, mean a lot to me. You won't see it this weekend. It'll come up like in a month or two on I HBO. Know. I know how it goes. Uh, but he's been practicing with the band, actually, and they've, and they've got a, a, a bass, the original bass player is practicing with him, too. I didn't know they got rid of him. Back yeah. In, he was with them for like 10 years back in the 80s. I remember him. Uh, he got let go. So they're both practicing with him. And nice. John, and John even says, yeah, it's great to have the whole band back together. We're going to have those guys and our current guys. I hope everybody's playing nice. Jam for three songs. And what's really funny is uh, over the weekend, Saturday is when they kicked off the Hall of Fame week. Mm-hmm. Fireworks and concerts, and John and uh, Richie Sambora's band that he's currently in performed at that concert. Okay. And now he's practicing this week with the gang. <gasps> Shouldn't be much practicing needed for him. I mean, he wrote half I would the hope, songs. Yeah, I would he hope did. not. You ever heard of this one? Yeah, yeah, I wrote it. Okay. <laughs> 
you know, and some of the there have been some awesome rock and roll Hall of Fame performances over several decades now, and yeah. you can YouTube all of them. Yeah. yeah, you know, there was the Prince was part of the tribute to George, George Harrison, Harrison before he passed away. That is an unbelievable, you know, right. all star lineup on mm-hmm. stage. Was Tom Petty in that too. I think Tom Petty like was. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. And who okay. knows, Jody, once they get together in old times this week, you never know what might come of it. That's what I'm talking about. You know, they can't like. get rid of the current guy, but who knows what might, might happen. I read this story that A-Rod, who is dating J-Lo, J-Rod, they're called. He, all, he always answers her call. Uh, he didn't realize it was J-Lo when he first met her. Well, Apparently, she was dressed in her outfit for that the TV show that she's in. That's just Shades been, of Blue. Yeah, the one that's been canceled. Uh, yeah. She came up in costume or in character to introduce herself to him, and he turned around and was like, oh, hey, just like, Who are you're, you? you're, you're a normal Regular person. person. And he said it took him about 10 or 15 seconds, and he went, oh, J-Lo. Right. And so they started talking, and she gave him her number and said, hit, you know, me. hit me up if you want to talk one day. And he said, that night, sure enough, he called her. Yeah. And, well, yeah, if she gives you her number... Yeah. You're not going to wait a week. What should I do? Should I not look too eager? Yeah, he recently (laughs) told Ellen DeGeneres that when she calls, he will leave a board meeting to answer. Because whenever you are J-Lo's man, Uh, you answer the call. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Coming up next, your email answered in our producer's mailbag. All for you, Sam. Rom-com recommendations since you are looking for love in the (laughs) rom-com way. Yeah, we definitely always love to hear from you. Reach out anytime on Facebook or Instagram. Of course, you can call us at 877-310-4MSJ. The producer's mailbag. Okay, guys, right now, I'll, I guess I'll take this over because producer Bailey is our new lead producer. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he has to run off to class right now. He's in he's, class. He's still um, finishing up college, yeah. which he graduates this next month, which oh. is super exciting. Have we gotten an invitation to that graduation? No. Do we need to get a gift for him, you think? Probably, yes. Yeah, probably so. Probably so. Okay. Well, so I'm going to take over doing the mailbag for for now. Okay. And, you know, as he gets all acclimated, he will, of course, take it over. So, Sam, the deal is you're looking for rom-com recommendations. Yes. Because you love chick flicks, but it has to be rom-com. It's got to have a rom. Got to be funny. And funny and yeah. romantic. Okay. So, I asked on the fa- we asked on the Facebook page. We got a lot of the proposals. The Wedding Planner. Yeah. We, of course, got The Notebook. Why didn't you write me? I waited for you. That's not a comedy. It's not comedy. Yeah. Hope said oh, the, the Notebook. The ending was just hilarious, wasn't it? It is a you great know, story. One though, of the okay. best romantic movies of all time. I'll give you that much, but man, I'm crying at the previews. The way yeah. that he continued to love her. Ah, killer. Yeah, I've seen that one. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you, okay, you saw it. Okay, so Daniel says... Serendipity. Do you believe in fate? I never thought about it. Will it get me your phone number? Don't think about it. Just say the first thing that pops into your head. You have beautiful eyes. Favorite New John yeah. Cusack. Yeah. That is what? a great movie. That is a great movie. Yes. Um, I, I've only seen it once. No, I, that was one of the ones I've seen about five or six times. It's okay. Your, that's the, if you're looking for it, that's it right there. Yeah. Okay. Candace wrote on our Facebook page that this one's for Murphy and Jody across the universe. It's got a love story and amazing cameos and Beatles music. You'd like that too, right, Sam? I'm gonna have to see what it is. Yeah, um, I, this has been recommended to us before, Murphy. Okay. That we would we should watch it with our girls. It's a love story. It's set to Beatles music. I keep forgetting about it when it's time for us well, to watch something right with now. Them. Try okay, it out. so okay. thank you, Candace, across the universe. Keep your rom com suggestions coming for Sam. What are your What is your favorite ever? I mean, I like Love Actually. 
And the other one is 51st Dates. Oh, 51st Dates. Awesome movie. Do you need new ones? Yeah. Yeah, you can help us out with that uh, on our Facebook page or call us at 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. So is Brad Pitt really dating again? And is this girl and Angelina look alike? Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so we mentioned to you last week that Brad Pitt has been spending time with a new girl in his life. Oh, is this and the MIT professor? MIT professor. Her name is Neary. But the deal is, they're not romantically involved, is what we're hearing. Um, they like each other because of um, architecture. You know, oh. he's into architecture yeah. and art and design, and she's an MIT professor in you know this field. And so they've been spending time together. The funny thing about it is, supposedly, she is an Angelina Jolie lookalike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is she really? Wow. Yeah. I need to see a picture of her. I completely <laughs> yeah. forgot... They were together for so long, Brad and Angelina were. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting that they're not together now. Oh, it's been some time. I know. Yeah. It's been a few years. It's been some time now that they've been apart. The deal is she's dating someone else. I don't know how that someone else feels about Brad hanging around and Wait. trying to poke her, you know, pick her brain. The for... Angelina look-alike look alike from MIT is dating somebody else? Yes. <laughs> well, how would you like to be that guy? That's what I'm saying. So really, you're working with Brad Pitt, He comes huh? over to the office and mm. talks and stuff. You went to lunch, The huh? word is, she's not interested in the whole Hollywood scene at all and she's happy in her current relationship. You yeah. know what? Maybe Brad Pitt is a hot mess these days. And I don't mean the kind of good hot mess yeah. he used to be. Yeah. Maybe and she feels Maybe. that way. But I'm with Sam. This other guy's going to have a tough time. Right. A Serious. basket of mini muffins isn't going to yeah. cut it. Seriously. Yeah. And that's the line she's using so the other guy doesn't feel bad. No, no, Hollywood, not for me. And he's a hot mess right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, you know about the love story of John Krasinski and Emily Blunt? They star together in this movie that's number one at the box office right now called A Quiet Place. Who are we if we can't protect them? We I guess fear brings you together. Okay, so the world knows him from The Office. Right. Okay, John Krasinski. And he was a fan of hers. They ended up meeting at a dinner party, and he literally just big fat told her, I've always been a huge fan of yours. That's how they met. Is that the line? By mutual friends. Use? He was hanging out with Justin Thoreau, mm-hmm. and he went over mm-hmm. to talk to Emily Blunt. Anyway, they're married. They have two children. He wrote the the movie. He wrote this movie, and she starred in it. Um, but one of the re- one of the openers of the conversation was I loved you in Devil Wears Prada. Mm. Ah, he said he's seen the movie almost a hundred times. That's where he fell in love with his wife before he met her. I wonder how many other actresses he's used that trick on. (laughs) I love you in uh, they're movie, movie, movie. Jennifer Aniston, I have always been a fan of yours. Okay. I loved you in Friends. I yeah. wanted to share that love story because they're <laughs> a hot couple right now thanks to this movie. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up in your next Outsider at 8.30, and Sam, you can help us with this one. Okay. The big shakeup in the band Fleetwood oh, Mac. Yeah. Coming up, how would you like to be the guy that was responsible for putting 87 million names in the two field for uh, the Facebook notifications? Dear Sam. (laughs) Uh, Were you compromised? Did did any of us in the room actually get a Facebook notification yet? And what to look for. Yeah. And catch us anytime on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. That's an easy way to listen on your schedule. And it's free, so you can subscribe or just Google it. There's so many ways to get it and... Catch us after the show, too, by the way. We give a new, uh, do a new, new episode every day. Okay, look, check out the Not So Serious Book Club on our website. I finished reading this um, World, World War II novel uh-huh. the other day, finally, called The Nightingale. And it was. But wh- now, that's, it's, it's historical fiction. My bad. Right? You're right. Right. It was set during World War II, though. Yeah. 
It is fiction, but guess what? This author did a lot of research because a lot of the things that actually happened are written in. Yeah. For sure. Well, and, 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 and you know, I, I'm just I'm not pointing it out because it doesn't. <laughs> All right, Mr. Management no, book. No, no, it doesn't what? trivialize anything by saying it's historical fiction. But when you say I read this World War II novel, it oh. makes somebody think if they were. I'm you know, sorry. <laughs> yes, I didn't read a historical it just so battlefield happens. tactics. It just so happens that in this book, FDR lived into the 1970s. <laughs> this was set in France. This is Germany occupied France and its two sisters and how they dealt with everything that came their way. It was really beautiful. And honestly, a friend of mine had said, you got to read this a year ago or oh, something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, the one you read but put down, I right? put it down like halfway through it. I don't know what was my deal. I was being impatient or I don't know. I was just not in the mood for something Let's so serious. Let's get to the war. Yeah. I was just not interested in something so serious, I guess, at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but more friends and my cousin said, you got to read this. It's so good. And so I did. And boy, was it good. It's very serious, though, obviously. Yeah. And, <laughs> What's funny to me, she what? was down to the last few pages and all focused on that. And I hear her from across the room say, wait, what? What? I don't understand. And I hear the page flip again. I'm like, you got all the way to the end. And what is it that you don't understand? There was just one sentence that I had to go back and read because it was Start very over. important of who this person was saying something to. Whatever. Don't worry about that. from page one. Don't worry about that. But um, I found out also, it was beautiful. I loved it, by the way. I recommend it. Um, they're making the movie. Oh. The, the movie's coming out next year. So, yay! And what actually is beautiful about it is the first very chapter is modern day. Mm-hmm. This old, old woman going into her attic wow. looking through a trunk of things. Okay. So Titanic. it's super cool. It's not Titanic. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. It's called The Nightingale. So, by the way, ladies and gents, I'd love another suggestion of what I should read. Hit me up, murphysamandjody.com. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So it all started yesterday. Uh, did you get your notification from Facebook that your in, your stuff was compromised? Mm-hmm. Are you one of the 87 million? Yesterday, Facebook said they were going to start sending out the notifications. Uh, if you were one of the 87 million, that's a lot of people. Yeah. If you were one of the 87 million people that were a lot of uh, friends. compromised by whatever that... I don't know whether you call it a data breach. I don't know if you call it improper use. It was uh, improper it, sharing of information, right. of your information. So, um, you know, and I'm looking at it. I'm not worried about it. I'm just curious more than anything to see if mm-hmm. I've got it. I don't know if there's anything that anybody could steal from me on Facebook. I'm one of those limited Facebook guys. You know, you know Maybe my that's what they were looking for. You know for. my birthday. You might know where I went to high school, and after that, that's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't, I don't think they were looking to steal like secret info. They just want the demographic stuff on you to know if that you're the one that they, they want were to target targeting or something else. Oh, okay, it's like everything you. else. Demographic is everything for targeting, and it was definitely politically targeted. Yeah. <clears throat> so, well, um, you know, I mean, earlier, we, we, you know, we were talking about how the Big Brother thing really kind of doesn't it doesn't bother me just because anytime you use an app there's so much stuff collected on us every day and, and it's used so many You're making other people very well, nervous I'm right saying, now but in the very honest way and the terms of service on the 78 pages you get of that yeah. true. Um, i mean it is they're following their guidelines but a lot of info is collected on you every day and i don't know that it's really possible in today's world to escape that i mean not if you're going to be connected like this especially socially yeah. If you're choosing to be socially connected, 
yes, you're more at risk. You're going to get a, a notification above your news feed. Now, it comes in two versions. There's a short version that helps you go in and delete apps and websites that you don't want Facebook to have access or you don't want to have access to that will be sharing your information. Okay. And everybody's getting that? If you that? get the short one, that means your your data wasn't breached. Okay. If you get the long version and specifically mentions Cambridge Analytica and using the website, this is your digital life, then that means yours possibly was breached. Mm-hmm. And they both instruct you to do the same thing. Go into your Facebook settings, into web apps and websites, and you can delete anything you don't want it to have contact with. Exactly. But then again, I mean, you've already time, you're out there. Every time you turn the computer on. Now, Sam, does this affect your MySpace account? <laughs> For some reason, no one's hacking my MySpace account. I can't figure Ouch. it out. Call or text us 877-310-4MSJ. Hi, Brian is next. Sam, he's got a rom-com suggestion for you since you want the love story, but it has to be funny. We'll do that next. (laughs) So I suggested to Sam that he watch Devil Wears Prada, and Sam, you did did not like it. Yeah, but I did watch it. Okay, because you didn't like it because... There was none of that romantic interest. Now, I know she had a boyfriend, and yes. she had the other guy that was hitting on her. Man, that other guy. What a beautiful guy. Interesting to me, though, that the, the lack of a relationship in the movie is what turned it off for you. Right. You kind of missed the point, <laughs> of, didn't of you? Of all people, huh? <laughs> when they went? Yeah. Where's the love? Okay, so Sam, you want good rom-com yeah, ideas? Yeah, and I'm thinking like 50 first dates and hope floats and how to lose a guy in 10 days. Those all had the couple right. and Right, funny. right, right. You need that. 877-310-4675 to get your suggestions in. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Hey. All right, I'm old. Since my uh, my wife is a cougar, I'm going to nominate my favorite cougar. Okay. What, what does that mean? What? Under the Tuscan Sun with Diane Lane. Oh, oh yes. We were just talking about Diane Lane the other day, Murphy and I, um, because she used to date yeah. John Bon Jovi years ago. Right. Did you know that? Didn't know that. No, I didn't. Yeah, when, when he was off being a rock and roll superstar, which he's always been, uh, one person that he dated seriously before going back to his now wife was Diane Lane. Yeah. Cool. Um, I started watching that movie on Netflix once, and I never finished it just because I got interrupted, so I should give it another shot. Oh, you got to finish that one. That's a good one. Okay. Under the Tuscan Sun. Doesn't she get, like, her relationships falls falls apart, and so she goes to Italy? Yeah, she leaves a, uh, gets a, a bad divorce and then yeah. buys a vineyard in Italy. Nice. Okay, don't tell me any more. Don't tell me anymore. Is that where the cougar stuff comes in? <laughs> if my wife had, if my wife had her choice, it'd be uh, while you were sleeping. Oh, while you. Oh wait, who was Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Brian. Cool. Appreciate the call. Okay, so under the Tuscan sun. I have bought a house in a foreign country. There's a little fixing up to do. You I like her, Sam? You were so handy. Yeah, and I've never seen this one either. Yeah, rom com. Look okay. for it. And thank you, Brian. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to join us. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. We'll make it more musical. What's going on with Fleetwood Mac and was Lindsey Buckingham fired? Jody's Hollywood Outsider. A lot of upset in the rock and roll world if you're a Fleetwood Mac fan. 
And that's that. And look, the headline I read, Sam, says from Rolling Stone, Fleetwood Mac fires Lindsey yeah. Buckingham is yeah. the headline. But you're saying there's speculation that he was just, he left. Well, I mean, it's like half the stuff I saw said he was fired. The other half said he had enough and left. And it's all because of the tour that they haven't even announced yet that's coming up in the fall. They know they're collaborating and they're working together. Right. So they know they're going to tour. But Lindsey Buckingham, sadly, to me, that's sad, won't be a part of it. His voice is a huge sound of that right. band and to me. Right, and he's the guitar sound, too. I know. It's like losing Richie Sambora. Wait. <gasps> ouch, ouch. Okay, so they're saying that uh, Mike Campbell of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and Neil Finn from Crowded House will replace him. It takes two yeah. to replace Lindsay from Fleetwood Mac. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. And here's a question. I wonder how many offices this happens in every day. Um, a little phenomenon I noticed yesterday. Okay. Afternoon, if you walk through the kitchen here at the, at the station, okay. um, there was a batch of cookies. Oh, and I did buy those on the table. And I mean, they were, they were good, I'm going to tell you. Oh, you had but, one. Well, I didn't have one. I did what apparently most people did. I had half. Oh, you were the being, breaker. Being good. Well, I wasn't the only the breaker cookie. because if you looked at the box, that's my point. There were probably six half, half cookies. cookies in there yeah. because people didn't. I guess it's the healthy thing to do, right? Is you're only going to you're going to give into the temptation, but right. you're only going to eat half. Sam, did you have one? No, I didn't have any. Me either. I wanted to, but I can't right now. But I've done the half. Good. I've done the half thing before. Yeah. Usually, when somebody brings donuts, that I'll, means it's though, like, that I don't want a whole one. I'll rip half one and put it back. That means you're touching a cookie that you're expecting someone else to eat, which is why there are a bunch of halves left. No, I it's won't. true. Um, well, maybe that's why if I didn't I was, pick up somebody else's half. If mm. I was going to go eat a cookie, I would want a new, untouched one, even if I was only going to do half of it. Well, my, my, my hands were clean, but that would now explain why there are about nine half cookies sitting on the table ah, this morning. Because they're touched. Good for the taking is what you're saying. <laughs> Coming up, Sam has music news. Great news. And i tell you why uh, Richie Sambora is back in Bon Jovi. Sam's got music news. Great news, especially for you, Jody. Richie Sambora is back in Bon Jovi. Oh, you know, Unfortunately, after yeah. you've seen the concert. <laughs> That's okay. This is why I put in the whispering disclaimer. Unfortunately, this was only nice for a week. Uh, he's only in it this week because they're practicing this week for the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony this week. Got it, got it, got it. So he's been practicing with the band as well as their original bassist who got kicked out back in the 90s. Yeah. So they're back in it for this week. And uh, John says when we're, when they're inducted this week, they get to play three songs, part of the ceremony. Man, so, how do you pick those three guys? So Richie and the other guy will get to play with the current guys in the band. Wonderful. The only reason I don't like Richie not being there, I mean, it would not be Bon Jovi without John, mostly, yeah. to me. But Richie was, it was, they wrote all those songs together. Yeah. They were the, they were the he, hair band, John and, and Lennon you know, McCartney. Paul. Paul. Yeah, Lennon McCartney. They kind of were. Now, you see, I've seen them both. I've seen it with <laughs> Richie and I've seen it without. And it didn't sound any different. It's just mentally. It's the spirit it's of like it. You just want to see Richie up there. It is because Where is he, he? Was, he was one of the original songwriters yeah. and they were besties. You know, it was like seeing Van Halen with Sammy Hagar. You just don't want to see that. Hey, I like that. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. And stick around. The After the Show podcast is on the way. Uh, yeah. You know, we have a lot of pets at our house, me and Murphy and the girls. And mm-hmm. um, I lost one of our pets the other day. And, Permanently. Um, it's the one. It's one of the ones that you can't call. Yeah. Tell you about that coming up.